thing on? I guess it is. All right. Sorry, folks. I'm just goofing around. I'm in that kind of a mood. Yes, it's Tenkar. Yes, it's Tavern Chat. Yes, I guess I'm a little off the rails. In any case, um, we do actually have voicemails. And I'm actually looking, and I think I actually missed some voicemails from last week. I might have to go back and dig into our our uh, voicemail catalog and, and pull them up in an episode or two. But uh, Randy Nichols from Biggest Geek has called the show. Actually, he's got commentary, and then he's got something that made me really think. So first we're going to listen to his commentary, and then I'm going to comment. Then I'm going to listen to what made me really think. We'll be right back. Eric, uh, this is Randy Nichols from Biggest Geekest Podcast, a uh, longtime listener. I haven't really called in, I think, maybe once. Or Anyway, your recent uh, podcast on Savage Pathfinder and the Hand and Eye Invegna. Boy, that Hand and Eye Invegna is definitely a vanity item, and I'm with you. I think I'm getting it, man. I just can't resist. Um, my buddy and I did a podcast recently on uh, what is OSR. I know you're an OSR guy, and I remember old school. I don't play it much anymore, but I do have fun, fun memories. The Savage Pathfinder, I'm probably doing the $300 thing. It's crazy. You make a good point, though. If I do, my wife will choke me out if I don't play it. So uh, I'm going to have to play it. I've been loving Savage Worlds and not so much Pathfinder. But uh, anyway, keep up the good work. And I like all your podcasts, especially your streaming stuff. Uh, you and Grognard's good and Joe the Lawyer and Mike. Keep it up, buddy. Yeah, you kind of got to do a fine balancing of uh, – I- I've heard it referred to as, as wife aggro, but – um, really, you know, your significant other, your spouse, is the one that is like the uh, common sense check, hopefully, on on some of the extreme buying habits that many of us gamers, hobbyists, uh, tend to have. And and well, when left to our own, it's like, hmm, what am I going to do with this ogre box that's uh, bigger than the table I own? Obviously, I'm not playing it on the table. I'd have to remove all the furniture from the floor to even try to use it in one of these rooms. Yes, I'm still suffering from that. Uh, so I think I've made my successful saving throw uh, against Savage Pathfinder. I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful book. Beautiful box set. But, yeah. No. I, I, think, I, I think I can pass. Um... Hand and I of Vecna. If we had purchased a vacation home last year instead of me getting sick, um, I'm sure I would have bought it with the idea of this is the place to display it. Uh, in, in our place out here in Queens, New York, no. I don't really think it goes with the decor. I don't think I can really squeeze that one in. So, not saying I won't. I'm just saying at this time I've I've agreed to my tell myself I won't, and we'll see how long that lasts. So, now on to Randy's second voicemail, which I think is an interesting one, and it certainly made me think. And 
I will preface this by saying, yes, I went to Biggest Geekest, and I've listened to some of the episode in question. I haven't finished it, but uh, there's too much stuff going on. But they do bring up some interesting points, and I will address it. And I'm sure I'll, I'll touch on it again once I finish listening to the episode. In the meantime, let's step aside once again for Randy. Hey, Eric, this is uh, Randy Nichols at uh, Biggest Geekest uh, podcast. Again, I wanted to um, let you know the episode, my, my friend Joe and I run the podcast on uh, the OSR. We actually titled it, it's episode 20, Is It OSR? And we just kind of put our own ideas on what we thought OSR is, even though we don't really play OSR games. And I would really love your opinion on that. You don't need to play this on your podcast if you don't want to, but I would love for you, if you have the time, give it a listen. Episode 20, Biggest, B-I-G-G-U-S, Geekus, G-E. E-K-U-S, just to get your thoughts and, you know, if we screw things up or you have a different opinion, let us know. We have loved to really hear about it because we kind of just mused and meandered, but I think it'd be great to hear from some OSR guys that are really into it in our respect. Thanks, Eric. Bye. So over on Biggest Geekus, Randy and Joe, and and Joe, I'm giving you a shout-out since you seem to get the short stick, um, uh, start talking about what is the OSR. And he, listen, we can't agree on what the OSR stands for, right? Old school role playing, old school Renaissance, old school revival, old school RPGs. We know it's old school. But then what does old school mean? Because I'll be honest with you, uh, although I consider myself an OSR guy and a bit of a grognard, I certainly don't play the old school games the same way I played them back then. Here's my case in point. AD&D 1E, as written, I probably would never pick up, if I'd never seen it before, I hadn't been interested when I was younger, if you showed it to me as a 53-year-old, I would have looked at it and said, yeah, this, is, this shit isn't for me. Too complicated, too, too fuddly. So I think what a lot of old school role playing has become is playing games that we played back in those days like we play them now I, i'll i'll say this my first six months maybe a year of running AD&D 1e games i use all the fiddly bits um i Try to use weapon speed. I really didn't understand it very well. Uh, use segments. Use spell interruption. Uh, try to use the weapon versus armor type to hit adjustments. But then I started scratching my head saying, why doesn't this apply to monsters? And then it's because they don't wear armor, but what about the ones that do? Then you had to make a ruling, and yes... Old school gaming is very big on rulings, not rules. And and why is that? Because when you look back, again, at AD and D1E, and, and I, I have great love for 1E, but look at the grappling rules. Look at the overbearing rules, uh, the unarmed combat rules, that one section, which holds nothing in common with anything else in that fucking book of the DMG. Okay, and when you think about it, these are rules that should have been put in the player's handbook, right? The players should have, but no. 
And it's written in a way that, yes, we tried to run it, and then we had to make a ruling, or I made a ruling, because I was the main GM, that, uh, yeah, going forward, you can't do an unarmed combat. And then I was like, all right, unarmed combat is D2 damage. You know, per blow. It was, it, it, it was bad. All right. And therefore, we had spent a lot of time fixing rules in the old school games a lot of times. And we made rulings. Now, I think a lot of old school gamers, uh, OSR community people, would rather have less rules because that way, if you have to make a ruling, you're not conflicting with anything, right? If there isn't a rule for it, and you make a ruling, nobody's going to go, yeah, but on page 76 of the Osric rules, here in section 4A, paragraph 2, it specifically says, no, 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 I don't have that problem, right? I like running swords in which we light at conventions. Why is that? Well, besides the fact that I wrote the rules, which certainly makes it handy, um, Swords and Wizardry, on a whole, to me, plays a lot like how we house-ruled 1st edition AD&D. Once you jettison the weapon speed, and you jettison the weapon versus AC adjustment, and the unarmed combat rules, and all that wacky shit, psionics, Jettison it all, it plays a lot like 1E. So it's a comfortable fit. But Swords and Wizard Light is four pages. And two of those pages are pretty much the player's side. And two pages are pretty much the DM side of things. So does it have rules that cover everything? No. Does it have rules that cover most things? No. So what happens? Oh, look, the rules don't include rules for falling damage. Well, if you have a chance of falling into a pit or off a wall in an adventure, if that is a significant possibility, then whoever's written the adventure should write in, and you, if you fall into a pit, you take D6 damage from falling into a pit. If you fall into the wall, inflicts 2D6 damage, Save for half. In a way, many old school rules are minimalist. All right, take the core of what was D and D or A D and D, and then take all the confusing parts out, and then rework it into something that seems much more intuitive. But that's just part of the definition. I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I think you have the OSR, uh, which falls under, for lack of a better phrase, the OSG, old school gaming. And old school gaming without a proper cutoff, cutoffs probably somewhere in the 1990s, are games like RuneQuest, are games like Call of Cthulhu, are games like Chill, uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Uh, the line isn't distinct because I think that once you got like the World of Darkness games, you started leaving the old school play and you went to a different style of play. But the games that are 
whose initial rules were, were written earlier in gaming, generally in the 70s, the 80s, Hells and Trolls, um, before these big changes started taking place in other sorts of role-playing, I, I think that these would be considered uh, old-school gaming, and some people might even call them OSR. You know, I had some of my, uh, my, my longest campaigns that weren't AD&D were uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay and RuneQuest 2, running a sandbox with Pavis and Big Rubble. Had a lot of fun with it. Those are certainly old-school games that you can still play these days without much trouble. So I have to go back and listen to your full episode. Um, but I heard enough to know what I wanted to say about what I heard. Folks, uh, by the way, uh, Biggest Geekus <clears throat> is available on Anchor. I actually did a search for it, and it popped up on uh, Spotify. Give it a listen. These guys sound like they are are passionate about gaming, and they uh, have a their, their podcast is set just a bit more professionally than mine is. Not 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 saying a lot, mind you, but they're certainly more professional than me. And you should give them a try. Give them a shot, folks. We are in the midst of the world of COVID, right? The pandemic. Please, I beg of you, use your common sense. All right. Something that God has blessed nearly all of us with, but many of us just decide not to use it. Use your common sense. Be safe. Be well. God bless. Roll those dice. And uh, knock on wood, I'll be back again tomorrow's. Actually, uh, I'll be back again tomorrow's uh, with Rach, right? We're going to be doing uh, Gamer's Health. And tomorrow night, oh, I think it's 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, myself and Joe the Lawyer, Iron Rations, live on YouTube, youtube.com, backward slash Eric Tenkar. Please join us. Uh, the more feedback we get from the audience, the better the podcast, the better the live stream goes. Uh, we all benefit. We are all winners this way. All right, folks. Oh, and if you want to help the podcast, go to uh, youtube.com backslash Eric Tenkar. Subscribe. Subscribe to the channel. It can only help. All right. On that note, I'm out of here. Laters. Thank you.